0: Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto, and I have Buzz, Michael Bezinski here with me. Welcome, Buzz. Hey, thanks for having me, Donald. You're welcome. So your passion is to help people grow their businesses and live a life of abundance. And uh, what a great life you have if you can help people do that. So tell me a little bit about how you got that focus for your for your profession.
1: Well, I mean, I, I've been an entrepreneur since I was probably a teenager. Um, always a part-time, like a side hustle. Um, I was in music for a long time, photography, the whole nine yards. And my first rendition of my current business was actually a recording studio. And when I realized that Surviving off of Starving Musicians was a horrible business plan, (laughs) I pivoted into media production for small businesses and I fell in love with entrepreneurialism. And I fell in love with working with other entrepreneurs. And I realized um, something that Zig Ziglar says when you can, when you help enough people get what they want, you'll get everything that you need. Mm-hmm. And I hope I, I said that one right. And uh, I was like, that is a great mission. Like if I help other entrepreneurs get all of the, their entrepreneurial dreams, I'll get em- anything and everything I want in life. And that has served me now for 17 years really well. Wow. And, uh, and now, the, the, my, my unfortunate part was that for 15 years, I was giving too much and wasn't keeping enough. So a few years ago, I realigned my values and what I pay myself as far as time, money, uh, peace of mind. There's a bunch of stuff that I, I just reprioritized my business. And that has actually given my business a better way of serving our clients. And so now we um, are able to give better services because the, the business is working for me, I'm not working for my business. You know, Buzz, that's great. And
0: just a shout out, uh, there's a good book, Profit First. Yes, right?
1: that, that saved my life.
0: And, uh, and, and you're going to laugh. I read halfway through it, so I better finish it. After you mentioned, it. I have to finish it.
1: Yes. that About three years ago, I reorganized my entire company and profit first was a book that i ran into like right as i was doing that and i was like the perfect timing and i i was actually on mike McCallowitz's show a couple weeks ago um and they interviewed me and we ended up ended up coming up i was on uh, a show they were talking about the profit first professionals like so you can actually get a an accountant to do profit first in your books for you wow. so you don't have to learn it cool. but anyway long story short it's definitely worth finishing and, and just go practice it.
0: I'll put it in the show notes for those that are listening here. Now, I, I like this. Uh, I asked you some questions before. What's the biggest mistake uh, private practitioners make when it comes to website marketing? So I know everyone, we hate wasting money and making mistakes. So what's the biggest one that they're making?
1: My project, my practitioners are usually the biggest mistake they make in website marketing is talking about themselves. Just let that sink in for a second. Every doctor you've ever—I don't care what your practice is—for the longest time, you will, uh, and most of them, you'll go to right now. Probably could look, look at your own and go, "Oh yeah, I'm a doctor. I do this practice. This is why I'm awesome. This is why you should get a hold of me." Dot 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 dot. Right? Instead of talking about their pain, the visitor's pain, right? And so we talk. Um, when I do workshops, we talk about the taking the I's, the we's and the us's out of our website and start uh, reversing that into the you, yours, so that you are talking to somebody specifically. So podiatrists are great because you have very something very specific that they, I mean, you have a specialty and specialties are awesome because you can talk specifically about specific problems, right? So you create a, a general issue, right, in, in your practice, and then you drill down into that. But you're not talking about you until they've clicked on something that says, do you want to learn more about me? And there's many ways to do that. But until they, they give you that, that permission, it should be all about them. They're there for their needs, not your ego. They don't care who you are until they understand how much you care. That's wonderful. Are you, so some people use this,
0: is this a similar word that they use like avatar? Is that kind of, is that the thing you're talking about? Or you can do like? it.
1: So avatar is an overused buzzword out there. Um, an industry word. I feel yeah. that it's more about what type of, what type of problem as is in medical, what type of problem are you solving that you love to do, right?
0: And I think that's key. You love to do and you're really
1: good at it. Right. And you right. get great
0: results. So let's, right. let's, a lot of everyone listening here, they see something called plantar fasciitis and everyone right. listening here is good at plantar fasciitis. So let's go go down that road
1: with me. Okay. So what are the symptoms of plantar fasciitis? Pain when you get up in the morning, right. then it gets a little bit better. Right. Or at the end of the day, they're limping right. around, things like that. Right. And there's So healed. right at the top, right? you got somebody who's getting out of bed and, or, you know that looks like they're just about to, to put weight on their feet and you can see their pain, uh, right? And then it says, that, does it hurt to get out of bed? And then enough, maybe it slides over. Does it hurt to stand in your kitchen? Does it hurt to walk across the room? Does it dot, 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 dot? And you can do that in like multiple ways. Like the design of it is to you and to your liking, right? But the whole point is, is that you have to identify where their pain is. I don't care who they are right? Because most people who are going and looking for uh, solutions for plantar fasciitis have some way of paying for it, whether that be insurance or cash, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. otherwise, they're going to look for maybe some do-it-yourself home remedies. But if you are not making your website about home remedies, you're not going to come up in their searches. So who cares? So what I tell people is that when you talk to your favorite type of client, Okay. You can say, Avatar, I don't like Avatar, do the fact that you're talking about, well, you know, they're female and they're this and they're that. But if you don't have that issue, right? I, I work with service centric businesses, right? So when I talk about medical, like I don't care what kind of medicine that you're practicing, you all have the same problems when it comes to marketing, mm-hmm. right? And you have a lot of the mm-hmm. same restrictions when it comes to marketing, right? So just like, a podiatrist you have you're working with a lot of different type of people plantar fasciitis can happen to a lot of different yep. avatars yep. right
0: so i one of the i guess let's dive a little bit more then we'll go over to social media and seo okay when you have let's say we have multiple conditions so i treat maybe 20 conditions that kind of overwhelms me and i'm really good at these 20 which ones do you show on your site do you show all 20 do you put them all on one page do you have what, what do you do? do you have a hub what did
1: we say the one that you love to do, okay? I so I had a um, an orthopedic surgeon, okay mm-hmm. He had a very cool, like he was one of the few that did it in his state and in the country at the time, knee surgeries. and And it was a twenty or forty thousand uh, dollars surgery, okay? And he was awesome at it. and it was his highest revenue driven um uh issue that he he took care of right um so we only focused on that on his homepage
0: so it's not a micro site it's just that's it on the site okay
1: i'm not i'm that guy because this is the thing you can have other things on your website that talk about other issues that i solve and da, 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 and people can go into that but if you can focus and really niche down into what type of uh issues you can solve and you be very acute in that, you're gonna make a lot more money because you can systemize that process a lot easier. And then when you go to advertise, you have one thing you're talking about. You were talking about microsites. I worked with a urologist for a while, had a gorgeous site. Oh my gosh, he had a hundred page website, all the blogs and all the things for urology. And he was a generalist and that was fine. But then he had all of these little click funnels for the, the as micro sites right and he's trying to push it all these these different uh, funnels with all this different advertising he's like i saw a guy down in nevada doing the same thing and it worked for him this this ad right here worked for him and he put it into a funnel and blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like he's in nevada you're in alaska like the people talk different in those two states like no two practices are going to be the same when it comes to marketing right mm-hmm. so when we talk about what we are really good at, we're going to glow. We, you're going to have so much more enthusiasm, um, positive energy coming out. And yeah. that's what people are driven to. Wow. That's.
0: You know, so why doesn't like social media work and, and and is SEO worth it in terms of our practice? Like, are we going to do social media only on that one thing? Like, I, I'm going to get bored. I probably get bored before the patients get bored. Talk a little bit about that.
1: So now when you're talking there, that's, that's great because you can use social, uh, uh, not social media. You can use search engine optimization to identify all of the other things. And your sub pages can be dedicated to those um, practices, um, or procedures, sorry, or symptoms, you know, whatever it is, right? If you're, I, I, I don't have all the buzzwords as far as, um,
0: you talk about, Okay, night right, sprint. right there. You, would you talk could about have bone right. rolling, trigger point tools, Graston technique, physical therapy, mm-hmm. orthotics, all these other things.
1: Right. So what you want to do is first make, uh, a concerted effort to find out what people are, what keywords people are using, to find solutions to those problems. Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. I cure? Cause I don't know how to spell plantar fasciitis, mm-hmm. right? But if you Google it, it'll show up all the other words that come with it. Right in Google. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or am I going to say um, severe foot pain? Cures mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, I'm an, you want your website to talk like your patients talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the way that they search is the way that they talk love it and that's the the second issue with medical sites is they get into the the weeds of all the medical talk and it's like nobody's saying the medical talk except other doctors (laughs) so unless you are looking for all the referrals that's and that's all you're looking to do is as i just work off of the referrals of. so say you're a physical therapist and that's how you're getting your businesses because you have to get orthopedic surgeons to give you your referrals, then maybe that's what you load your website with because that's you're, you're trying to track them. But if you're trying to track the, the normal Joe who doesn't know what plantar fasciitis even is, what are they using? So you have to do that yeah. keyword research and then use those to optimize your website. And, and these will all go and in and our substances. search.
0: That's how we use search engine optimization better.
1: Much better. And that allows you to be a specialist on the front and a generalist in the back.
0: So go and in, go into that a little bit more. My front page is on plantar fasciitis. My back mm-hmm. pages are ingrown toenails, nail fungus, all these other things. So I'm doing, I'm doing SEO for those other things as well. And they're going to show up organically. That, that so they'll land
1: on those pages. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing you want to make sure that happens when they come from a search engine is that they land on a page specific to the search term that they use to get there. Mm -hmm. You do not want everybody landing on your homepage. Your homepage is there for people who um, are responding to advertisement. They are searching for your name. So they've, they've maybe got referred to you. Maybe they saw you on social media and they're doing some research. Those types of things, right? So that's a Mm -hmm. branded search. But most people don't know who to go to. Otherwise, they just call you, right? So that is an unbranded search. So that would be specific to hangnails. How do I cure a hangnail? Can a hangnail get infected? How do I treat a hangnail? And these are all going to
0: be blogs?
1: These are going to be pages? They can be pages. So for me, it depends on how profitable each of the uh, terms are. And can we load a service page with enough keywords to make it profitable for that page to be in your subset of pages, like your, your services, we'll just call it that for now, and have that be where they land. And in that page that you will have call to actions. Right? That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. And so they become micro They become micro sites mm-hmm. in your big website. I like, I, like that. <laughs> so, I like that. So if you went to my website, you would see an I need banner. So, so I talk directly to the person's visiting, but I talk as if they're talking to themselves. Yeah. Right. First person, right? So it says I need, and then it says help with websites, help with social media, help with this, help with that, da, da, da. when you click in there, there's three, there's three ways to get around anything. Do it yourself, do it done with you, and done for you. Each of them have a little bit of, uh, once you're in there, now I'm talking about the services because you have already identified what you need. Now I'm going to show you the solutions to that. Hmm, Mine's very direct. Not a lot of words there. So I rely on a lot of blogs. So then from there, I can have little ads and excerpts and links from keywords to those same pages.
0: Nice. I like that. I like that. And, and how about, how does social media fit into this? Is this even needed in doctor's practices? Facebook, everyone talks about Facebook, uh, Twitter. What's the other one? Instagram. I don't have any of those. TikTok. TikTok.
1: <laughs> yes, have your foot doctor talk about TikTok. <laughs> no, so I have, a, uh, my methodology is to use social media as a conversion tool. So when we are, 68% of all of your patients are going to come from Google. Just the way it is, okay. That's that's where they're going to start their journey. They're going to land on you at some point, but at some point they're going to they're going to search for either you or their symptoms on Google, okay. Mm -hmm. Once they've landed on your page, if they if that's where they came from, they're going to go out to your social media to see who you are, because we do business with people we like and trust, and that's where social media comes in. We build authority ability and trustability through our social media feeds. Do you need to be on all 5,000 social media platforms? Absolutely not. Be on the one where you feel your particular patient list hangs out the most. And then just put a link on your website. It's very easy for them to find it and click on it because most of us have multiple channels of social media. Okay. Perfect right? But you also can use social proofing from testimonials and reviews and those types of things on your website as well. So it's not necessary all the time, but it is something that we feel is enough. There's enough importance of it that we it in the ecosystem, but we just don't put as much effort into it because you don't need it for that type of service.
0: Very good. Wow. That's good. Now, I want to make sure we cover this because this might take a while here. What's this rule of 26 thing? You know, <laughs> you know that's a book you wrote, uh, but let's talk about that a little bit.
1: So the rule of 26 is something that I created to help practitioners really and, and really service centric businesses, but uh, practitioners are, are notorious for being great practitioners and horrible business people. Okay. Just you, you, went, you went into practice to practice medicine, not practice business, right? Correct. And even further than that, most entrepreneurs went into business for whatever service that they are providing, not to learn marketing. Mm-hmm. But we can't grow our companies. We can't grow our practices if we don't have websites that are bringing people in. You do not have a scalable business. And that's what a practice is, unless your website is making you money. And so I would run into uh, physicians of all walks of life who would sit there, I get all of mine from this referral over here. And we got this over here, the word of mouth and you know all the things, right? And I'm like, okay, that's great. So you think everybody's thinking about you every time they need your services. Yeah. Well, that's pretty arrogant, isn't it? A little bit, huh? I, I walk around and I just think, man, I can't wait till I... Find somebody who's got a foot problem, so I can give Don a call and tell him I got a referral. Right? Like nobody's doing that. Okay. It's like I've I've run into it where your family members go, yeah, I went and got X Y Z done, and I'm like, you know, I do that. Your family members don't even think about you. They that. don't know what you do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. they don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do we think that everybody else is walking around waiting to give you a referral, waiting, you know, and that you're the first thing they're going to think of when your issue comes up, right? So the rule of 26 basically simplifies the website strategy down to three steps. Good, good. That's much better than th- tw- 26. <laughs> I was getting yes.
0: scared because we don't have time for 26 for them.
1: So if you increase your, webs- your unique traffic by 26%, your conversion rate by 26%, and the average revenue per client by 26%, you'll get a compounded output of 100% more revenue coming from your website. Wow. So if I come to you and I say, listen, we're going to do some digital marketing. These are the three things that are going to move your revenue needle. And each one of these is going to create more money for you as you go. So we don't have to wait till the end to see the returns. Perfect. So that's, I I was looking to boil 37 KPIs. That's where HubSpot says are the key key performance indicators, right? The main ones, I'm like, nobody's, I don't even look at 37 KPIs, okay? (laughs) There's just no way. I'm like, we've got to figure out which ones are the most directly related to, excuse me, most directly related to revenue. Interesting. And so then I found out, well, wait a second. When we put these together, they start compounding each other. So that first one gives you 26% more revenue from your website. That's kind of nice, right? And if you're not getting a lot, it's better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And the second one pumps you up to 52%. That third one compounds it up to 100%. And, and so do
0: you just go optimizing, keep optimizing those kind of in a circular yeah. fashion or?
1: Oh, well, once you've done all three, mm-hmm. you just do it again. You can just quadruple. So give me an example. So one of the things that <laughs> I find in physicians, it, we, we, we talked about it a little bit, is the average revenue per client, Okay. If you are a generalist, you are ending up doing a lot of different types of services. And when you are spread out that wide, that means you have to have a lot of resources to um, make those services happen, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you niche to the most profitable, okay, and profitability can come in many different flavors, but usually... It doesn't matter where your focus of profitability is. It ends up with more money at the end because you're either saving bandwidth, right? You might not need as many people in your practice if you don't have as many services as you're trying to market for, right? Or maybe you have a process that can create recurring revenue, bringing people back for a longer amount of time because there's a longevity issue that we're taking care of. And we can identify that. And we're like, oh, wow. So now just, well, I, I, I've got this I got this hangnail. Hangnail's gone, boom, gone, right? That's very transactional. Mm-hmm. How can we find ways to re-engage that person who has obviously got something going on with their feet if they get a hangnail, right? They're not taking care of their feet. So what if there was something that you could do as an add-on service to consult with them, to teach them, to do something to help them not yeah. get a hangnail again? Mm -hmm. And if you promised them, Hey, listen, if you get into this program and I'm just making this up as I go and you get in my program and it's X, Y, Z, you know, a month or whatever it is. Right. Or maybe it's a six month program. It doesn't have to be forever. Right. But I can guarantee you'll never have a hang hangnail again. Right. And I'm just, I'm just making something up here. Okay. And if you do, I'll fix it for free.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What did I just do? I took a transaction. And I elongated it six X, right? And along the way, there might be something else going on with their feet. And guess what? You're the person who's helping them along the way. So you've now increased your value for that client by creasing the value you bring to that client, that patient. Wow. That's great. Just one. That's all you got to do, Right. And once we understand those things, then we kind of work our way backwards, right? And now we're like, okay, this is what we want to focus on. This is our profit. This is our profit see, Reverse engineer, right? You
0: get what's right. most profitable and you kind of work
1: back and how do you do Now I'm going the- to talk about that. So that way when people come in and I say it right, they're going to click. Now I can put more uh, traffic on it. Boom, done, right? Perfect.
0: Well, I think we're, we're going to leave everyone kind of hanging here. If they want to learn more uh, about you, I know we gave them the best stuff here at the end, Buzz, but let's say they want to learn more. What's the best place to learn from you?
1: Um, Two ways. If you want to learn more about what we do at Buzzworthy, go to buzzworthy.biz. If you'd like to check out the book, go to ruleof26.com.
0: Great. Hey, thank you so much. This was fun.
1: Thanks. I had a blast.